In a world searching for meaning and hope, there's a place where voices rise. Welcome to the Repurpose Podcast Network, your haven for podcasts that envelops the everyday lives of believers. Shows about relationships, news, sports, and so much more. With so much negative content defining the Black experience, controlling the narrative is on the forefront. We amplify, elevate, empower Black creators to share with the world their thoughts and ideas. Tune in and unlock a world of captivating content that entertains and uplifts. The Repurpose Network. One message, many voices. What's up, everybody? Welcome to James Taylor Jr. Podcast, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. Judge Boogie, a.k.a. Mr. James Taylor Jr. I'm super excited about you being with me today because we're going to talk about battle in the mind of a man. Battle in the mind of a man. But before we get into that, I want to let you know I'm at Atlanta West Studios out here in Douglasville, Georgia. It's a beautiful facility. If you ever want to go someplace to be able to record your videos or to have a function or an event, this is the place to be. And also, I want to let you know, November 16th through the 18th, go to JustBeCon.com. That's JustBeCon.com for our conference that's coming up November 16th through the 18th, where we have a great conference teaching our next generation of young people, as well as our adults, how to grow in their business, as well as in their emotional intelligence. But let's talk about battling the mind of a man. I want to read this to you. I'm going to switch to another phone here. I want to read this scripture to you because it's just the basis of what I'm talking about. First Corinthians, the 16th chapter, starting at the 13th verse, be on guard, stand firm in your faith, be courageous, be strong and do everything in love. I love this verse because it tells you to do this. And let me give you another version. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. I'm going to read another version of it. Be on guard, stand firm in your faith in God, respecting his uh, precepts and keeping your doctrine sound, act like mature men and be courageous and be strong. The reason why I'm saying this is because right now I'm noticing that a lot of men are spending a lot of time trying to correct women instead of correct themselves. We have so many men right now that are forcing this ideology that women need to be controlled in order for us to be who we are. We have this ideology that if I make a lot of money, that makes me a better man. We have this ideology that if I have a bigger house, a bigger car, Uh, the baddest lady on my arm, it makes me a better man. No, it just makes you a trophy-driven type of man. You need trinkets and things, including the woman you have. The woman in your life, you treat her like a trophy instead of a queen. And so what happens to you is you start to accumulate things, and those things make you feel that you have value. But what happens is when you lose those things, you lose your identity. What if I told you that your identity should be wrapped into your character and not your collection? Like if you got a solid character as a man and you know exactly what you believe in, what you stand for, right? Stand firm in the faith. That means I know exactly who I am as a man. That makes it easier for me to deal with other people. And at the same time, the more you know who you are, the easier it is for you to attract the right person in your life. If you're a solid man of character, you're going to draw women who may be negative, but you're going to draw also a solid woman of character. 
And then at the end of the day, it's like dating Ephesians 5 and Proverbs 31 going together, right? Because you're going to be solid. She's going to be solid. And I'm going to say it again for those in the back who never get it. You can only drive one car at one time even if you have five. You can only sleep in one room. If you have 10 rooms at one time, you can take a dump on one toilet if you got 20 toilets in your house. The, the, the goal should be, am I a good man? Do I have good character? So let me start out with this. I'm going to give you point number one, identity. If you know your identity, you will do better as a man. The more you know who you are, the more you can be able to tell yourself and build yourself up, right? And know what you value and know how you want to move and know how you want to treat people and know how you want to live your life. This is going to grow you. And I'm going to say identity by definition. The fact of being who or what a person or thing is. Just being you has more power than you trying to be somebody else or you trying to put on a facade. Identity is being you. What do you like? What makes you smile? Where do you like to eat at? What's the favorite food you have or the food that you, where you go to eat at? What type of friends do you want? Do you like to laugh a lot? Do you like a big crowd? Do you like a small group? Do you like to travel? Are you a homebody? The more you know who you are, the less you're trying to fight other people to control. I want to give you a great example about relationships. The reason why a lot of men suck at relationships because they're trying to control the other person to fit their personal insecurities. I know you don't like what I'm saying, but I need to say this. The more you have to control somebody, it exposes more of the fact that, that you're insecure. I'm going to give you a straight example, and you're going to have to just deal with it. You can get mad at me, but I want you to listen to me and then learn from me when I say this. When you control somebody, it's because you feel the need for that person to operate that helps you to feel safe. The only way you feel safe, safe is if that person is being controlled, right? So the, the safety helps you feel better, right, right, by controlling them. So if I don't control them, I don't feel safe. Then the only reason why you feel safe, the only reason why you need to control that person to feel safe is because you don't trust that person to love you exactly for who you are. You'll gaslight, you'll manipulate, you'll lie, you'll deceive, you'll, you'll make that person feel bad, you'll guilt trip that person to be exactly what you want them to be to make you feel like you're loved. Because the moment that person has to choose to love you, you don't want to be with them no more. Because now you lost control. And let me say this, you should want somebody to want you and not force to be with you. Because the moment they get tired of being forced, they're gone. But the moment they really want to be with you, they stay. You should be the type of man that says, I'm going to be fully who I am, which requires you to discover who you are. And I'm going to build a relationship with this individual. And this individual, I have to trust that they will love me for me and want me for me. When you do that, it's great. Identity helps you to have more of a security personally. Because here's something that nobody tells you in relationships. You can't make nobody like you. You can't make nobody stay with you. You can't make nobody date you. You can't make nobody love you. <laughs> you can't. You can't make nobody give you all of them. They have to choose to do so. Relationships are based on choice and a commitment on the other party to you and you to the other party. It does not come with you trying to control them. And that's why when you listen to the podcast of so many men making content where they're trying to get women to do exactly what they want to do, they don't want to be loved. They want to feel secure in their own personal insecurities. A man who is solid in who he is and knows exactly what he wants to do and knows exactly how he wants to live and knows how exactly how he wants to be loved, he'll never settle, but he'll never force it either. 
Because there is something more beautiful about somebody loving you for exactly who you are and wanting to be there than somebody loving you for exactly what you give them. Because some of you jokers right now got decent money. But the moment that money run out, she running out too. That money go out the door, she going out the door. Some of you, you think you the man because you giving out so-called good D. Okay, all right, I got you. But at some point, they ain't going to be enough. Because that good D could cause you to have a child that now you got to provide for, but you're the one who's sitting in the passenger seat with a dirty tank top on and got no job because you play PlayStation all day long. And ain't nothing wrong with being a gamer because I know a lot of gamers who make money and work hard. I'm talking about you. That's, that's all you do. So know who you are. Then, then the second thing is you need to have emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence means that you can self-regulate, self-aware, and you're also aware of the other person. When you have emotional intelligence, it gives you three things. It gives you character, habits, and it makes you informed. See, I want to say this. Nobody says this enough. There are times, majority of the time, I would, I would agree with, you would agree with this statement. Women start with their emotion, which leads to their logic. But men, logic dictates their emotions. If it don't make sense to a man, he don't want to do it. So what you have to do as a man, you have to get informed. The first thing I would tell you to do is read as much as you can on emotional intelligence. Read as much as you can on business. Read as much as you can on finance. If you got an identity, right, now you need to build around that identity the things you love to do and the money you want to make and the lifestyle you want to live and the people you want to be around. Be informed. What does that look like? A great example of that is if I know I want to be a millionaire, then what do millionaires do? How do they spend their money? How do they invest? When you, you want to know how I know? Watch this. Accountants, teachers, and bus drivers, the majority of those people who are millionaires, they all do real estate. One of the greatest ways to build financial wealth is through real estate. The second thing is stock. The other thing is having a lucrative business. But if you're not informed about those things, how would you know that? So what you have to do is be informed. You also need to be informed about your emotions. All this stuff about men not going to therapy is crap. You need to take your behind and go sit down with a therapist and pour out your heart. It's the only place you can literally go that ain't nobody going to tell your business and you can say whatever. You can tell them everything that's frustrating. And then you can get advice that is, that is actually uh, uh, not going to be biased. It's only dealing with you and you alone and you're growing. Right? You need a coach. Get somebody who's going to pour into you with business. Help you to grow. Uh, one of the things that I love about this being informed is, is that when you're informed, then you can make the right decision. Wisdom is important for us as men. We need people who are further along than us, help us to grow and build us out and help us to be the type of men that we need to be so we can be better for our children, better for our spouse, better for our grandchildren. It's important that we grow, which leads me to this next point. Once you're informed, now you need to develop better habits. Get up in the morning and make your bed. Go to, go to your job 15 minutes early. Pay your bills on time. Instead of getting a big car, a, a Hellcat, a SRT, uh, get you an IRA. Get you a daggone SP500. Get you a 401k. Well, 401k ain't the greenest, you know, I get it, you know, the job offering, but they ain't going to change a lot. But get things that will help you to be more financially stable. Start a business that brings in an extra $30,000 a year, right? Get into the habit of growing you. And a habit is something that you do consistently every day. I personally read about business and finance every day. I read about emotional intelligence every day. I read my Bible every day. 
I don't care what nobody say. I, I want to deepen my walk because there's a scripture in the Bible that says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If I say I'm a child of God, I need to know him for myself. If I say I'm a businessman, I need to know what businessman looks like for myself. I need to know my skill set. I'm a communicator. I do public speaking. I write a lot. I create courses. That's my lane. And I had to master that. But once you have your identity, then you know your emotional intelligence. Somebody would say to me, what does emotional intelligence have to do with business? I'm glad you asked. Here's a, here's a lesson for you to learn. The more you know your production capability mentally, right, your production capacity, excuse me, mentally, the more you have production capability physically. The more you know your production capacity mentally, the more you know your production capability, right, physically. Give you a great example. When I started studying finance, I didn't know the difference between a 401k, an IRA, and an SP500. But the moment I was able to study that, my gifting is communication. I now was able to teach it. So not only did I personally learn it for myself and become qualified to understand it and live in that space, work in that space, now I'm able to communicate that to other people. Why? As a black man, I don't spend my time criticizing white people. I spend my time educating black people. Because the more you spend your time fighting against somebody, you're just spending your time trying to move the mountain up the hill. But the more you pour into somebody, the more the ball can roll down it faster. I'll give you a great example. When I look at developing habits, the habits is the repetitiveness, the consistency. And the more repetitive and consistent, the deeper I grow in my roots, the more information I can retain. If I pour that into another young black man, instead of teaching him how to be hateful towards a white man, I'm teaching him to maximize his financial talents. Instead of telling him, I need you to fight in that space to get a job, because nine times out of 10, a black man with a college education will not be hired before a white boy with a criminal record. That's a fact. So instead of me trying to be in their building, I'm teaching black men to build their own buildings. Like over here, we make our own money. So when we run our businesses and we have our companies and we do exactly what we need to do, I know when I come to the table, you can't just treat me like anybody else because I built it for myself. So instead of me coming to you as an employee, I come to you as a partner. You see the difference? So when I develop those habits on business, I share the development habits on business, but I have to do it every day. I got to know the changes. I got to know the upgrades. I got to know the different systems that are coming into play so that I can be successful. And that is a habit of learning. Number one, a habit of learning, a habit of listening and a habit of loving. You have to learn all the information you can. You have to listen as much as you can. The only way you can truly learn is if you learn how to listen. The only way you can really listen is you got to learn how to love. You got to care about what you do. You got to care about the people around you. You got to care about your friends, your family, and your loved ones. Develop good habits, which leads to my last point. That don't lead you to character. Sometimes you got to do the things you don't like to do to become exactly who you need to be. I wanted to be a good man. I wanted to be a good father. My father was terrible. My father was an abusive man, a disrespectful man. He did not respect my mother at all. I grew up around some uncles who would beat on their wives, do all type of stuff. I didn't want to be that man. So I had to learn what a good man was. So I had to listen to what a good man is. And I had to find those good men. And then when I stood my time listening to those good men, I learned, listened, and I turned around and learned how to love the right way. And I got good character. Most of these podcasters that make content right now, they make content with, for you to figure out how to control a woman. I make content for you to grow as a man. It's a big difference. So I don't, I, I don't need to be liked. 
I'm not a conservative. I'm not a feminist. I'm not any of those things. I, I, I don't subscribe to anything. That, that I do believe in certain parts of the feminist movement. I think there should be equality for women all across the world. I do believe in conservative in the area of men traditionally should love their wives, provide for their wives, care for their wives, but not that toxic masculinity where you need to control somebody. I'm one of those type of people that I tell you all day long, grow you, and the more you grow, the better you are for the people around you, and the more of that law of attraction, you'll have the right people around you all day long. So, so let me get to this last part that I think is very important. I'm going to talk about family. If you have the right identity, if you have emotional intelligence where you have character, habits, and you're informed, right, then you can be better for your family. Your family needs to see you as a whole man, not a piece of a man, not a quarter of a man, a whole man. And the only way they can do that is if you know exactly who you are, what you want, and what you want to do. Know who you are. This is my name is such and such and such. And I am a lover, a kind, a nice, whatever, the, whatever you are, you are, right? And then after that, you got to look at the end of the day and say, what do you do? Okay, this is what I do. I work in this field. I, I, I study this, and this is what I grew in. And then what that does is it helps to give stability to your family. You can build around a man who knows who he is, knows what he wants to do, and he wants to know how he serves, I think every man should go into marriage, into parenting, into business as a servant. Go in there wanting to serve. If you don't go in there wanting to serve, you're going to be drained because you're going to be mad that people ain't doing what you want to do. That's why a lot of these men that make this content where they want to control a woman, they're drained all day. They're angry. They're bitter because they're looking for somebody to validate them. You should be validated by you. It's you against you. It's you against you. Once you know who you are and what you stand for, it's going to help you to grow. And that develops your family. It makes you a better man. Now, notice what I just said. I'm going to read these points again because I want to be redundant as I possibly can. Identity, emotional intelligence. In that emotional intelligence, you should be informed, have habits, and have character, which leads to you being a good family man. So one, identity. Two, emotional intelligence. Three, family. And four, financial stability. Financial stability comes from you having character. Financial stability does not come from you making money or losing money. It comes from you having character. Here's a word that nobody says enough in finances that is driving me crazy. Stewardship. You got to be able to learn how to manage money. The reason why my kids always say, Daddy, you always got money. Because I manage my money. And I'm a great steward of my money. When you use the word stewardship, when you say steward your money, you, you're basically saying that I take the time to make sure that I spend my money wisely. I don't go around buying everything that I see. I don't spend my money on frivolous items. I have stewardship. Stewardship means the job of supervising or taking care of something such as an organization or property. Your money is property. The simplicity, the careful and responsible management of something entrusted to one's care. In other words, I'm entrusted with a paycheck. When I get that paycheck, I manage that money a certain way. Me, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. If you don't believe in him, I hope you, I would love for you to get to know him. He's amazing. But at the end of the day, I, I base my life on principles biblically, right? So when I get a paycheck, I look at my paycheck as something that I steward. It all belongs to God. He entrusted with me. I steward my money the best way and disseminate it to take care of my family. And then I have a pecking order of how I spend my money. My money goes to my house first. Old school folks say, bring your check home. The reason why a lot of you men struggle, because your money goes outside. You go buy cars. You go buy jewelry. You go buy Balenciaga. You go buy you some J's. You go buy some forces. You go buy some ones. You, instead of you taking your money and saying, let me pay my bills first. 
Let me make sure my whole household is taken care of. Secondly, let me take care of all my debt. Right? Thirdly, let me start building my savings. So before you think about a car, a, a, a fancy car, going on all these trips and balling out, the first thing that comes to your mind is I need to take care of my home. I'll give you a great example. Recently, I received a big check for some work that I did. My kids were like, oh, we know dad. He going to probably take 5% of that for himself and the rest he going to try to save and invest. You daggone right. I'm at a certain age right now where I'm trying to live comfortably. I'm trying to retire. I want to be one of them old dudes that's on the beach chilling. I don't want to spend the rest of my life working till 79 and 89 talking about, Lord, I just waiting for the day I can retire. When I hear retirement and a social security check, my nerves get bad. I get the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I start, my skin starts, I, listen, it's starting right now, my God. Because that ain't no real money. A social security check is like going and buying a water bottle and a bag of chips and going home to a small apartment when you only can have the lights on for 10 minutes. I ain't trying to live like that. But if I steward my money, I get an S&P 500. I get a, a good Roth IRA. I get a good annuity index, uh, index annuity, excuse me. And I build my finances over time that when I get to 55 years old, I got a half a million dollars sitting in the bank. And that's my retirement money. Who going to trip on having a half a million dollars on the bank getting ready to live their best life? That, that, that's, that's the stuff that they do. And I am, I, and I, can I be honest? Like most black men don't talk this way, but I'm bougie. I don't want to be in coach. My big black behind sitting in the back of the plane sweating on other people's arms don't work for me. I can't do that. You sitting there, you all tight. He's looking at you, you looking at him, and we fighting over this little armrest like two little crackheads. I'm not doing all that. I'm going to take my black, black behind all the way to comfort in first class where the lady gives me a little latte and put it in my hand and say, thank you. She know me by name. Hello, somebody. She give me that little cranberry juice. And I know it sounds frivolous. It is frivolous. I mean, I could go in the back and you know be comfortable. I wouldn't be comfortable. I, I, I could do it, though. I could do it. Now, you would judge me for that. Oh, he's bougie. Yeah, but I work for it. I work for it. I want, I want the nice things. I don't want to go on a vacation and be with the herd. You know that little line when you go on a cruise and all them people in line fighting with each other, little bad kid with boogers running in his nose and one kid done touched everything in there, then you got to find the one that ain't got no snot on it and then you got all the people behind you and they got that little Kool-Aid machine that keep running out on the cruise. Don't nobody want to live like that. And then you at the boiler of the boat on the cruise, and when they go, mm, your whole room start to shake. I've been there. I've done that. But then I worked hard because now when I go, I want to be in the villa. I want to be in the suite on the top of the deck when you look over the ocean. I want to be, when I go to breakfast in the morning, they know me by name, and ain't a whole bunch of people around me. We're giving the rich folk head nod. Hey, how are you? What's going on there, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I want that. I want that. I like when I walk in the big black dude, and they be like, what is he doing in here? I paid for it. <laughs> okay, Cracker Barrel. I paid for it. I didn't knock nobody. I built what I wanted to do. I made sure I did exactly what I needed to do to be in that place. And anybody can do it. They just have to have stewardship to get to that place. So I'm saying all this to say to you as a man, spend more time trying to figure out what God has called you to be and what you called to do and know who you are versus trying to control a woman. Be a steward of your money. Develop good habits. Be fully informed of what those habits need to be. And then that will give you great character, which is emotional intelligence. Because if you can identify yourself and you got good character to go along with it based on the study of emotional intelligence, and you understand the priority of stewardship with your money and your finances, I believe you'll never go wrong. 
I believe if a man figures out who he is, figures out his emotions, right? Self-aware, knowing when you're about to get angry. And I'm going to make a whole video about emotional intelligence. But being self-aware about your anger and your frustrations, what you don't like and how to control your emotions, where you ain't cussing a lady out, getting mad over dumb stuff, saying, respect me as a man. Some of you are not respectable. You can't respect a man who don't work. You can't respect a man who's sitting in the passenger seat with a dirty tank top on playing video games. Or if you drop your lady off to work every day, and you go home and you play video games while she's working, you should not be respected. If you put your hands on a woman, you should not be respected. If you can't keep a job, you should not be respected. If you can't take care of your kids, you should not be respected. You's a bum. And nobody wants to say that to you because they're afraid that you'll come for them and do that. So I'm making a video to tell you the truth. So it's just between me, you, and you watching this video. If you trash, get out the trash and get to work. I've been there before. I've been lazy. I've made those mistakes. And then I got off my butt. And you know what helped me? When an older man, I was telling him, yeah, you know, I'm trying to do this, do that, do that. He said, you talk too daggone much. You need to get the work done. And then I learned this phrase, and I'll end with this. Words tried by time proves trustworthiness. As a man, you give your word as a man because that's all we got. And then over time, you do the work, it proves you trustworthy. That means the trustworthiness is, means you have a resume. Hey, I started out making $12, then I got the $30, then I got a $40, and I grew it out. Or if you like me, I had a plan, and I stuck to the plan. I said, I'm going to be an employee. I know employees make and upwards of $100,000. Then I said, a management. Management is $250,000. Ownership is a million dollars or more a year. I'm, I'm almost at ownership. I don't care nothing about that. I don't, I don't like that. That, that. That ownership for me is everything. I, I like to make good money. Then the, the next level, and ownership is, is communication, your skill set of communication. I tell anybody, listen, my, my hero is Myron Golden. Go to Myron Golden and listen to all his content. He's changed my life in so many phenomenal ways. Then you get to the level of where you just have assets, and those assets make tens of millions of dollars a year. That's the goal for me. I got a 10-year plan. By the time I'm 60 years old, this is the level that I want to be in. And I know I'm going to die probably another 20 years or 30 years after, but I'm going to be comfortable. My struggle ain't going to be money. My struggle is going to be my walk with God, how I take care of my grandbabies, what vacation spot I want to go to because I work for it. And you can do the same thing. You are not beyond repair. You are not beyond growing as a man. I made this video specifically for men to say that you are better than what people say you are and what they think of you. And the only way you're going to get there is you got to stop looking at what other people can give you and give yourself grace and give yourself a kick in the butt when you need it and give yourself a plan. As a man, you should be well-prepared, well-organized, and then well-executed, and execute well. You, you'll be totally fine. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. I, I want to say this. Remember to love, pray, serve, and share. And guess what you can do? You can do that anywhere.